I'm that extra spicy sprite that you get at the McDonald's drive-thru. Endorse it. What's your name? Oh, Stephen Penn. (laughs) (laughs) You know who I am? Yes. I'm the extremely lactose intolerant maintenance man who's coming down to fix that ice cream machine on the McDonald's at Dorset for the fifth freaking time this week. It's always broken. Why is it always broken? Dylan Jones. Every time that you're like, I'd like a McFlurry, machine's broke. Oh, okay. Well, can, Sorry, can I, I have a yogurt? Meh. I just don't understand. Like, like, do you like know the difference? Like, not that we eat at Chick Fil A, but like, you go to Chick Fil A, and they're like, "Hi, welcome to Chick Fil A. It's a cool seventy-three degrees here in Orlando, Florida. The spirit of the Lord is with us today. How can I serve you?" And you tell them what they want. You can serve my me pleasure. ice cream. <laughs> and they're like, "My pleasure." And then you roll up to McDonald's. Go ahead. So and you're like, okay. Someone who worked there for eight years Jeez. and primarily did drive through because I did, which is ironic because I did not like talking to people at the time. Now I'm yeah. like, as a surprise to literally nobody, I would love to talk to someone on the phone over booking appointment on the internet. Right. And uh, it's just all in how you present yourself. Just because I had a red door doesn't right. mean I should be taking that out on people. They didn't come there. They came to get a fucking McFlurry that they're not going to actually get. Right. And pull a dollar bill out of their sweaty bra. Guess Ew. what? Titty it was, money's so gross. I titty promoted money. that off. It was on the house. Girl, thank you so much for your sweaty titty <laughs> money. But <laughs> Titty money. Ugh. So what are we drinking? What do you, what We're do drinking. You, what do you pour? Uh, we are drinking champagne oh and why is that because i got a new job <laughs> i got a new j-o-b snaps for steven yes. yeah um i packed up my things and i left the walt disney company uh after 15 years after they asked um, you to come back yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> so um y- yeah during this whole pandemic um i was taken out of pandemic Oh, excuse me. The panini that we're in. Um, okay. No, I got the, it. Use code. The company asked me to do other things instead of cosmetology. And it was a job that I was very miserable at. And mm-hmm. I gave myself a five-month period. I said, if I'm not out of this job and back into my cosmetology job in five months, I'm going to quit. And five months rolled up. And I said, all right, it's time. So I interviewed... Uh, for a new position, and I got said new position, and three days into my new employment, they called me back and said, would you like to come back to cosmetology? And I said, no. And it was very empowering. I've already left. Thank you so much. It was very empowering. So so nice. Yeah. So nice. Um, So I am now an educator at Paul Mitchell, the school, Orlando, where I graduated. I love that for you. Isn't that wild? I love that journey you're going on right now. I know. I love it. I really do. Because uh, I was telling you the other day, I don't have anxiety. Like, I mean, I still have anxiety. But, like, not work-related. No, say that shit doesn't go away. No. Um, but it's not work-related. So I go to work. I'm very excited to be at work. Um, I'm in my element. Where you're on More so because I'm teaching. Because mm-hmm. teaching comes um, kind of naturally to me because of who I come from. Um, so yeah, well, my mom's a teacher. Oh, you was a teacher. Now she's a, now she's a, yes. a librarian. I know she hates it when people call it the oh, librarian. God, even I cringed at that. My mother would cringe. She's, she's a, a librarian. Pathologist. And, um, she's judging you. 
Yeah, she uh, is a teacher. And um, I used to have my grandfather as a substitute every now and then. So teaching just kind of like runs in the family. Oh. But, um, oh, and my sister too. She's a, she's a teacher too. So yeah, we are going to cheers to my new job as a learning leader teaching core, which is the first 10 weeks of their journey, learning all the basics. So that's what I'm doing now. Oh, this isn't a shot. Nope. <laughs> cheers. That's glass and glass, y'all. It's a fancy occasion. Uh, can, Not the stemware. Can we hear it? Hold on. Nope, can't hear it. I, I was hoping for a Girl, little bit sounds of Sounds like you spit some water into a pond. Well, I, I just put some champagne in there. I was trying to get a fizz. Oh. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, not that ice cream guy again. No, I was thinking of the Winnie the Pooh meme where he said, <laughs> so it's time to just I farted. And then it has Winnie the Pooh looking like a butler with a monocle and says, I anally coughed. That is disgusting. <laughs> but you, you cackle every time that we say it's it. It's so stupid. <laughs> no, I was I was thinking of that um, that ice cream guy from the um, what's the what's the company's is it Edie's ice cream? I've never seen this. Remember the part where I'm lactose intolerant and I tune out to those things? No, it was a TikTok that I showed you, and the guy was like sampling the ice cream. He's like, oh, <laughs> mm, yep. He's like the one that you invited to the sleepover oh. and immediately regretted it. Oh. Guys, it's after nine thirty. Um, why are you waking me? Right. This is my stuffed animal. Oh my god, he has a he has a girl's bug. Oh, I just went on and on. Yeah. So, but yeah. Well, shit. Shit. Mm. Shit. So, <clears throat> we kind of um, I want to say that this is the the last episode of this season. Which, <laughs> thanks for coming back. Yeah, thanks we for coming back. Um, we yeah, it was been February. That's the last one. Yeah, last yikes. One. Uh, so we took a hiatus. You, we our hours were a bit more. They coincided with yeah, each other. They were all over the place. Yeah, no, they're just kind of crazy. Not an excuse, but more a reason. So, yeah. thank you for those of you who asked if we had died. Yes. <laughs> um, if you didn't, that's okay. Just know we didn't die. I'm looking for. Our, I'm looking for our channel to see how many episodes we have in this season because I want to know if this is the last one of the season. <laughs> Not that it matters. You know, so you just jump in. So I actually I found something that is relevant to your success. Mine? Uh-huh. It says, I am so private now because people are not genuinely happy for you. Ah. We don't need to say who it was. No. But this person brought it up. Um, what did they say? It was kind of gross. Like, are you kidding me? It was somebody I was interacting with who brought it up first and was like, you know, I'll just say it how he said it. You know, I'm just so happy for you. Oh, I was talking about a different one. Oh, okay. Well, it was just very, um, Ew. yeah, this one that I'm talking about. It was just so, it was dripping in sarcasm. And it was like, he couldn't be happy for me because he's not happy. So imagine David from Shit's Creek. Wouldn't know, I, but okay. I'm, for those of you that watch the show, just imagine it. Just sound like David. Yeah, it was just very, it was just yeah. dripping in sarcasm. Love David, I'm just so happy that you're in your own element. <sighs> you're really thriving. You're uh -huh. doing your thing. I'm like, can you 
not say it like that because that's just stupid. What am I? Are you are you trying to elicit a response? Right. And then another person thought that I was on a high horse because I got a new job just because I was excited. Which is ironic because that person, like a month prior, also got a new job. Right. And then was like, this is so exciting. And I'm excited for you. I was excited for him. Of course. I was like, this is a great opportunity for you. And then the tables turn. Well, and then you were asking something from him. And that's to be happy for someone besides himself. Right. And he doesn't know how to do that. Right. So it was it's it's been a weird response from different people and then people who um i call them like your your silent cheerleaders it's people you don't even know that are rooting for you uh-huh. like of course you know who they are like you know them as a person but you don't know that they are rooting for you uh, yeah. like you had like i had those. no idea like i will name drop right now um evelyn our friend Ele- oh, evelyn so sent great. me a, a a dm on one of my stories where I had on a, on a Instagram where I put up just like me in my classroom kind of teaching my thing and doing my thing. And she was just so like over the moon. She was like, I am so happy for you. You look so happy and you just look like you're having the best time. And I was like, I really am. And I had no idea that you were like rooting for me like that. <laughs> it is really refreshing. You're like, yeah, I don't know how to respond <laughs> to nice things. Right. So, and then Thank you. our friend Laura, oh. um, our friend Laura, she, um, what's, what's crazy is she got hired at Disney with me and we left at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so She's 15 years, she did 15 consecutive. I did here and there. Yeah. I had, I had about a total of three year break. So I guess 12 years of service, but um, it was just kind of wild that we, went in together and we did rehearsals together and that woman has been there for me in the worst possible places in my life and has always had no qualms about dropping everything that she had just to like help me like That's a real friend uh, I called her at 1 30 in the morning one night when I needed to move out of my ex-boyfriend's house I didn't know who else to call I don't know why I thought of her immediately but I did and I called her at 1.30 and she said, hello. And I said, I need you right now. And I was like crying and she's like, say less. <laughs> and she hung up and she was like, I'm on my way. <laughs> so yeah, she's been there for me in the darkest times. I lived on her couch for like, uh, I'd say probably like a month. Those are the people you keep close. Mm-hmm. Definitely. A hundred percent. But with all these people, you always have to keep in mind that you cannot change someone who does not see an issue with their actions. That is, that is like a golden rule. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I mean, that goes with kind of what we were talking about earlier with mm-hmm. uh, certain people in your life. You're just like, uh, okay. Like I'm asking you okay, to like, do something or I'm asking you to change something that is easily changeable. You know, um, when you live in a, a space or if you share a space or, um, if you're sharing an office space, like, you know, just any sort of like shared space, you kind of have to have, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Respect, I guess, for those around you. And you have to have respect for how you affect other people. 
And um, you don't have to like everyone you work no. with. No, I there was a still on you, but I had posted a TikTok and or two that um, got some got some leverage and a lot of really great people saw them and commented on them and it was really great. But the point of it is, is that it was in regards to, which we'll talk about in a minute is uh, the Disney look changed and you can now have nail polish. If you're no matter what your gender mm-hmm. is, um, you can wear a costume that, you know, you feel most comfortable in. And so it, anyways, that, so I was just excited that I had a good day and someone commented, a lot of people commented and there's some really good ones on there. Uh, um, just terrible people, and I just kind of giggled. But one of them was like, "Oh, honey, just know that everyone's talking shit behind your back. All your coworkers are talking about you." And I was like, "So here's the thing." And I had a whole response, and I didn't. And I was like, eh, "I don't need to. If you have to record it this many times, it means you need to be choosy on your words." Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Which is good because other people saw it, and you know, I don't need someone thinking less of you." But uh, I like a thing. I was, I was like, "These people are not my friends," and that sounds mm-hmm. harsh, and I don't mean it that way. But friends are people, one, that you know their birthday, or at least their birth month. <laughs> right. Um, and, like, they have your back, you have their back. Like, you don't have to wonder if they care about the things that you do. And, mm-hmm. you know, your your successes are also their successes because, mm-hmm. you know, you, you share a brain. But it's like, I, I don't need to be friends with the people I work with. I need to be tolerant of their personality up to a point where it's, you know, borderlines and immature. Mm-hmm. But I don't have to be friends with them. These these people wouldn't piss to put me out if I was on fire. Right. And I can't guarantee that I would do the same. I just, I enjoy being around these people. And there are some people that I'm friends with from work. Like, we will, you know, c- do things, at least we did beforehand, you know, before I, the, the panorama. I but think, like, yeah. I, d- I don't care if people are talking about That's great. No. Put my name in your mouth. That's great. <laughs> you want to talk about me? I'm doing something right if you need to talk about it. Um, I think a not close friend will bail you out of jail. A close friend will be in jail with you. And a best friend helped you get away with it and you're not in jail. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> and sit so, next you to you go, oh, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you fucked up. And you're like, help. And you're like, all right, well, all right, well, what do I need to do? This Can out. I just sit in there with? It? <laughs> if, if you get arrested and you have to do a night in the slammer, can someone come and sit in there with you? <laughs> this is a really stupid question. I don't know. We'll have to. I'll, I'm gonna have to look into that. He goes, my friend was like, ah, oh, I'm in jail. Can you come get me? I mean, I'll come sit with you. <laughs> what do you mean, come sit with me? I mean, oh, yeah. you have your own cell. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I'm, you know, as long as it's a pot to piss in. <laughs> I, um, speaking of jail, this is like random. I, I was on TikTok today and uh, I saw this guy. Apparently, mm-hmm. he did time in. Oh, the prison. one who likes to cook. Yeah, and he he, he did a, a unique, cheesecake. A unique New York. Yeah, of a person. He um, made it in the toilet. No, he didn't make it in the toilet. <laughs> um, he made, excuse me, he made um, prison cheesecake. And it actually looked really tasty. It was, uh, he crushed up Oreos and added added a can, like like a little splash of Sprite and like mixed it up to get it mushy. Sprite. Mm -hmm. And put it on the bottom as like pie crust. And then the filling. That sounds like diabetes. Right. And then the, uh, the filling was cream cheese and coffee creamer with Sprite 
and um, he whipped that up. That actually does and, sound oh, and, and really packets good. Packets of sugar, and he put that in. Not the packets. Well, they don't have access to all that stuff, you know. Who has access to blocks of cheesecake <laughs> or like um, cream cheese? Cream cheese. It's in like the because each person has like a like a grocery store. Like you can buy things that you need. That's. Yeah. I mean, holy damn! I've yeah. never been in prison, so this is, this is new to me. Yeah, <laughs> I watched Orange Is the New Black. Oh my um, god! So he okay, he made that with the packets of sugar. Uh, and the coffee creamer and the cream cheese, put it in the filling. And then the topping, he makes a, a little bit more Sprite with um, packets of uh, strawberry jam, like the Smucker's strawberry jam for like the little individual serving sizes that you get at like IHOP. Are you listening to me? Yes. No, you're not. I was trying to you look up if you can join your, fr- I was asking the internet if you can join your friend in jail. Oh. Okay, well, a weird question. Keep going. It was strawberry jam. Okay. Uh, and he mixed that with Sprite, and then put like, put that on the top, and then you put it in the refrigerator for a day. And it's cheesecake, and apparently it tastes just like cheesecake. I and I was like, that. well, there you go. Okay. So yeah. In answer to the question I had, there's nothing on the internet so far that says that you can sit with your friend. It just says that uh, you can visit them. But can I sit in there with them? If you were in jail, I would have to reenact the Golden Girls. I knew you were going to say that, but I can't remember. Oh, I would be (laughs) Sophia. Oh, no. When Sophia comes and she takes the. Is this the time when when they all are in there with the 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 prostitutes? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because they were on their way way to see Burt Reynolds. And Sophia shows up at the jail and. She's like, because they didn't invite her because the three girls were going to go, but not Sophia because they only had three tickets. Oh, right. And so when she got yeah, to yeah. the jail, she was like, well, which one of you isn't going? And they're like, ma. And she's like, hey, I'm here to bail you guys out. and You're not going to let me go. And so she reaches through the bars and grabs the tickets out of Dorothy's hand and then tells the officer that she doesn't know these women at all. <laughs> and she goes, ma, you would do this to your own daughter. And she turns around and says, Oh, Dorothy, you'll get over it. And if you don't, who cares? I'm going to see Bart Reynolds. (laughs) (laughs) I love that episode. (laughs) And then Bart Reynolds actually shows up, takes her out to lunch the next day. It's really cute. Whenever I hear the name Bart Reynolds. You've seen Archer, yeah? Uh, Yeah. So there's one when, not Pam, uh, Carol or Cheryl, whichever you want to know. It's it's like in in Parks and Rec where Gary, Gary, (laughs) Terry, Jerry. Yeah. Like he has different names. I mean, she has different names, but... She, um, Mallory Archer, who's Archer's mother, has had like uh, relations with Burt Reynolds, and she calls, she goes, Burt Reynolds, I'm mine, one. I can't even do it, and it's just <laughs> like I just hear that stupid, stupid line, and I'm just like, Burt Reynolds. Why I am I shouting it? I don't know. I'm going to say Burt Reynolds. Oh God. And of course, best little whorehouse in Texas. Oh, Burt Reynolds and Dolly Barton. He had no business being that attractive. You he know was why? Fine. He had a mustache. I don't think we ever finished that movie. I probably fell asleep. Yeah, you did. I thought about that on the way well, home. Well, we started it. Asleep. We started it at the old house, so like two and a half years ago. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I remember starting it at the old house. Whose room? It was downstairs. Are you sure? I am positive. Oh. Anyway, yeah, sounds about right. 
back to the matter at hand. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> your coworkers don't need to be your friends. No. And es- ugh, especially, so there is a, some information I found. And you know, everyone likes to know to match with like personality types and astrological signs and they're important and to me. Numbers and yes. So there is another thing. And they are <laughs> and I saw someone's tweet about making yourself if you have an alpha personality that it needs to be your whole being. And I was like, ew. ew. No. But then he was like, Alpha, <laughs> beta, sigma, um, kappa, omega, and all these things. And I was like, oh, I didn't know there were all these ones. I always slightly consider myself an alpha type, which I have said before, and I am incorrect. Like I read about it, and I was like, ugh. But there is a type called a sigma, and they're it's kind of like an alpha, but I just don't give a shit about anybody. They're can they're like the lone wolf, right? If you will. Um, what did they say? I've always considered you to be an alpha type because it's either your way of doing something or it's no way at all. Those are still <laughs> traits of a sigma type. They're just not always as aggressive and forthcoming. Right. But I can be. But in, in the realm of, there was a, a thing I had read and it was like, this, this is good. But it was in the realm of being friends with everyone. I don't need to be friends with anyone. And it says, not just because I'm off the grid and I'm hard to reach, but because I'm so used to not relying on other people or needing other people that I don't strive for it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I would rather have a collection of people that, you know, um, are good for me as opposed to people out of necessity. Mm-hmm. So, I that's that. I found that, and I thought, I was like, that's interesting. So I don't know if, that, if that's something that I am. I don't know. You have to look into it. There's, a, um, like, the whole, the couple articles that I found were all fascinating, and they go through, like, what an alpha male and female are, ma- right. beta, you know, all these things for both both uh, male and female. They don't have anything otherwise. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's all stuff. It's like it's an it's basically an introvert. Right? A lot of introverts align with this one, and it's like you don't like people, but you can also command the attention of a room yes. in a different way that an alpha needs to demand the attention. You just people naturally gravitate towards you, and I was like. <laughs> I th- that definitely applies. I am dealing because with I, I am need not attention, and I like attention. Right. I it's not because I'm an extroverted introvert. So, especially now at work, I have to be extroverted. That's why I come home and I'm so sleepy and so tired and I'm mentally exhausted. When I had to be around people more than I do. That's right. Exactly. And I that mean, still I can just be called introversion. Right. Introverts don't <coughs> necessarily have to be hermits and be afraid no. of everyone. You just you have you have a a meter and when your cup runneth empty yeah it that it's time to it's time to go and f- refill it and sometimes that just means not being around people i really so. wish that you would be able to like see me teach because you i don't think you would recognize who i am <laughs> because it's not it's 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 a part of me Obviously, because I'm it's me that's doing it, but like it's almost God, Chris, here you come it, marching under the beat. It's you like come. almost borderline like a character. Yeah, because like I'm so quiet and I, oh, well, I'll open up to you after a while. I mean, we have a couple years on each other. Right. So. <laughs> but I'm a quiet person in a social setting um, and especially like a professional setting. And then. I just kind of observe the room and then when it's my turn to speak, it's just, I have to 
you know, I have to command their attention and uh, get it because yeah. I, I teach night school. So these people have been at work all day and then they come to school at night. So they're tired and their brains are a little fried from the day. Yeah. And I have to make it fun. I have to make it interesting. I have to make it memorable. Um, they retain 30% of the information that is given. That's I mean, it. Yeah, that's the thing. So, so yeah, well, it's, truth, it's different. Truth be told, I have seen you teach because I'm an anim- anamorph <laughs> or an animan guy, and I could change into a fly. So well, I gave you a practice. I gave you a, a practice presentation. You did, which is impressive because I was really tired when you did it. And I was like, I'm oh, you were falling asleep at the end. I know. So I'm like still it w- talking. It, like, it oh. wasn't you. I promise it wasn't uh-huh. you. Sure. You're like, okay, come sit for 40 minutes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ugh. I tried to put it off for as long as possible. I'm not going to lie. But then like but two weeks it, later, you brought up something that I had said in the class. I was like, holy shit, you remembered that. Did I? So I did a really good job at teaching it. Oh. Okay, yeah, because you were like, oh, yeah, the 413, isn't that the skinny brush? I was like, oh, shit. He remembered that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because <clears throat> some of them are heat resistant. Uh-huh. Two of them are. One of them is not. Wait, uh-huh. Right. Uh, two are not the heat resistant. The red, the white and the green. But the red, red and the green. Red and the green, but the white one is. Yep. Which is weird. You would think the red one would be. No, the white one is not. The so red, the red and green are heat resistant. Oh, red and green. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I mostly heard it. I knew that one of them was. Right. And no story. Yeah, details. So, um, I, what else do I have? I was going to talk about something else. Oh, um, Sometimes we feel, I don't know, just like out of it. You know, you're out of gas. You don't have any more to go. And you're just like, you're feeling run down. You're feeling um, overwhelmed maybe. and Maybe. Um, <laughs> right. Usually. But like sometimes you have to be the one that tells yourself the words you need to hear. Uh, sometimes it doesn't need to come all from the time else. currently. All the yeah. time. Sometimes it has to come from within. I've had that. I was I was texting you the other night from school. I was like, I really am suffering from imposter syndrome, where I I'm about to teach the class, and I'm going over the things that I need to teach, and I'm like, oh my god, I don't think I can do this. I don't know that I know this information as well as I need to to convey this. Well, you know, and I'm like second guessing myself, and I'm like, who am I kidding? I am not this talented. I am not this great of an instructor to be able to make this boring shit make sense to people who are already hard to keep engaged. And I just let that voice run. And then I have to be the one to be like, all right, thank you. Thank you for that. I'm going to push that aside and I'm going to do what I know I can do. And literally the same night that I had this conversation with myself, like before the night got started, I went into the class, I started my class and we were talking about uh, day one of haircutting. So it was like the basics and like breaking down the phases of a haircut, breaking down all of these things. And it was like one of the, I I made an analogy. I can't remember which one it was, but I made an analogy and um, one of the barbers raised her hand and I was like, yeah, what's up? And she was like, bro, this is the first time that anything that you have said made has made sense. And I was like, thank you. Bingo. I was like, I love that 
because, you know, before haircuts, we were talking about color and color is chemistry. And before that was texture. Texture is also chemistry. It's uh, perms and relaxers, things like that. Um, so none of that made sense. But then we got to geometry yeah. and I started talking about the fa- you know, how a haircut, it, that's all it is. It's geometry. And when you break down the shapes, you're, it's literally just like angles and degrees of elevation and things like that. And she was like, oh, my God, it makes sense. I'm like, oh see, my God. you're like a math-oriented person, so that does make sense to you. Right. Everyone has different learning styles. Right. So, but I mean, with all this, it's it, with your imposter syndrome, it's always just important to never forget your own worth. Mm-hmm. Because if that is the first place you should start when you're doubting yourself and being like, this this isn't me. No. No, I'm worth this. I I have a goal. And I have information to pass along and my worth is worth other people knowing about. Right. Um, and you're capable of amazing things. Thank you. I have the, I have some of the best um, education leaders in, in my, in my life. We were kind of talking about this the other night about how at, at Disney you kind of get, you just get accustomed to being talked down to yeah. from a lot of people that are above you. And that's why I'm so not appreciated. Got a hot mouth. You're just not appreciated. And they show their appreciation by, all right, yeah, we're, we bought pizza for everyone, but so everyone can only have thing. half a slice, Ugh. you know, like things like that. Like just here's an expired cupcake. It expires tomorrow. Like, just like little stupid shit like that. It's you're okay, like, I can't have any of it. Right. <laughs> but you're like multi-billion dollar company and you're giving us crumbs and you just feel underappreciated or not at all. And then I get to this new job and um, I did something that is kind of unheard of. I certified for a level one um, cutting specialist and I had only been there for two weeks and usually that's, you need to be there at least six to eight weeks. And I did it in two and the education leaders were like cheering me on the whole time. And after I was done with it, cause she has to be in the room to like watch me do it. And she was like, I'm so glad that you work here. I was like, Oh my God, I don't think I've ever heard that. Mm. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that. She was like, I'm so glad that you took this job. She was like, we are so lucky to have you. And I was like, uh, uh, thanks. Like I have no, I, I didn't know what to say. Was I was it, like, I'm about to cry. There's a TikTok <laughs> and it says something. We watched it. I think it was yesterday, the day before. But it was like, if you work for a place that has to show appreciation by giving you things like, con- like things like that, it was like it's a big red. F- what do they say? Like, I love to feel appreciated, but if you need to do it that way, it's just it's sus. Well, yeah, they it's and especially like, you know, it never fails. Whenever they're like, yeah, we're gonna have a pizza party. We ordered two. I know there's 48 of you guys, but we ordered two pizzas, so cut it into 16ths. You're like, Ugh. yeah, like what? I don't need validation, but I'm definitely not going to say no to it. So honestly, just telling me that I did a good job. Right. Sometimes that's all it takes. If being record. If you want to tell recognized. me that you noticed that I did a better job than my coworker, mm. you know, it's whatever <laughs> too, but. You know, then I get really embarrassed. I'm like, no, I'm sure they're doing fine, even though I know that they're not. Yeah. Someone told me that the other day. It's, it's relevant. They were like, 
when you know you elicit a different response from people when you're here as opposed to someone else and i was like thank you i think yeah i mean how many times have you been told that when you called to get somebody to come into work they only did oh, it because you asked. My God, that was my favorite thing. Well, you know, only because it's you. I come in and I'm like, "Fuck yes!" Did I tell anybody that? Um, maybe. I told and many they got people. Mad. Now on this podcast, I told many people. <laughs> I only told Harry, and I told many, many people. That is a quote <laughs> from Mama Mia too. Yes. Here we go again. It's so good. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, it's it's always great when you get recognized for the hard work that you put in and it helps me at least silence that imposter syndrome <laughs> talking in my ear going you're worthless you can't do this job they should have given it to someone else always yeah and you're like okay again thank you for your input um i need you to be quiet so <laughs> i can teach this class there is a quote from Jaya John. Sure. Um, and it says, um, it, which is relevant to this, and it says, I am worthy. Wash your whole life in these words. They are hard mm. words. I am worthy. Three words. And they carry so much weight to them. Yeah. And, but in order to be successful, you have to start with being successful mentally because yeah. if you're not there, how, how can you accept? If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love someone else? Kinda sure. It's kind of the same concept. You know, as long, When you start acting like you know that you're worthy, people will notice. People, oh, will be, yeah. people will be drawn to that. You don't need to always have the attention of everyone in the room. They will just automatically gravitate towards you because of the energy that you're emanating. Right. So um, I am worthy. Watch your whole life in those words. I'm kind of experiencing that kind of at, at, at school. I hate to keep talking about it, but like, why? Um, I'm unhappy <laughs> for your successes. You know why? Because I don't benefit from it. What's really funny is how many times have I talked about Paul Mitchell on this program, um, on this podcast, <laughs> not sponsored by Paul Mitchell. Right. We must, we must stress um, unless they want to. But yeah, I, I experienced that, you know, I, I came into the school and, it's what's funny is my very first day, um, my good friend Karen is the uh, future professional advisor at the school, and we've known each other for th- thirteen years. And okay, so my first day in, it was just us catching up as old friends, and so she forgot to introduce me as a new staff member to the school. So everyone's <laughs> looking around at me like, "Who the hell is this?" And then it kind of rippled through the school. They're like, that's the new core teacher. He's taking over for Alex. And you're like, okay, now they know who I am. But like mm-hmm. nobody's introduced you know, themselves to me. So I have to be the one to make that first step. So that's when on my break time, I wouldn't take a break. I would take a break from the classroom, but I would go out onto the floor where the services were happening. And I would walk around and like just go up to somebody who's working on a client. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's so beautiful. And they're like, Oh, thanks. I'm like, I'm Steven, by the way, I'm a new learning leader. And they're like, Oh, it's nice to meet you. And that's how I got the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but the it's, it's really cool because they, they very quickly 
talk about you. It ripples through the school so fast. I mean, they're about to be and, cosmetologists. Are you kidding right. me? <laughs> you want someone to know your business, telecosmetologist. Right. Um, and your Instagram gets thrown around like instantly. And everyone's following you on your pages and they're like, I, oh my God, he does wigs. He's a wig specialist. And then you start just, I'm hanging out in the office, like having a coffee and I get a knock on the door and they're like, um, so I wanted to ask you about, well, if I were to do this wig and, and you're like, oh my God, this is so sweet. Oh like, yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm like, you sought me out for my professional advice. I love I that. Am like worthy. it feels great. Yeah. You know? Tell yeah. yourself that man. It's going to make all those things even better. Yeah. So. Well. I mean, do the work others are willing to do and you'll get the things others will never have. That is absolutely accurate. You put in the time. You reap the benefits and the rewards. Granted, a, a nominal responses can be also considered a reward. But right. <laughs> I... I don't get a break from from work right now because I'm still learning how the school works. I'm still learning how to teach the information. So I literally come home, I decompress for a little bit, and then I go to my room and I start prepping for the next day. And I get a day off and I go through videos and I go through tutorials and I do the research for the next week. And it's just like I haven't stopped my brain has been in the school for the past five weeks, almost six. Really? It's yeah. been that long? I Good started, Lord, I have no perception of time. I started maybe you do the six same weeks. stuff, different day. Um, I started April 5th was my first day. Oh, and it is the 7th right now of May. Oh, no shit. So, yeah. It is, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> time is fleeting. <laughs> yes, it is. Boy. Oi, man. I'm ready for Halloween. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Me, too. I'm ready for this weather to go away because, holy shit, it's getting hot. I just, I would like things to be a little bit more normal. I will consider, I do not, I'm not going to lie. I don't dislike Halloween. It's just not my, my first. It's not your favorite. It's not. However, now that I have this great 70s Luigi um, Tom, Selleck. Tom Selleck mustache. Porn stash. Okay, I didn't want to say porn stash, but thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, my goal is to go as Freddie Mercury from I Want to Bake Free. From the music video. From the music video. Where he's got the hair and the and the heels. Thank God they're like little like kitten heels. Yeah. Not about to break my legs going anywhere. But I like, think you would be fine in like a chunky heel. Oh, I need to be I need like to not be a stiletto, but like something really wide that gives you like a little bit more stability. But I also need to be like video accurate. Yeah. What was the other one you said I should be? Was it you? No. Someone else told me I should go with something else. I mean, you could be it? like Live Aid. <gasps> or they wanted, no, they wanted to be, maybe it was the dad from Inside Out. Oh. He had no business being that attractive. <laughs> Dear Pixar, thank you. Um, You could be Live Aid, Freddie, in the stonewashed jeans and the the wife lover. And I feel very exposed in those, though. The studded cuff. And the, sun, the aviators. I want to, like, cover myself. I want to be exposed like that. You're going to have to grow out your chest hair. You know that, right? That's fine, I guess. Yeah. We'll have to look because <laughs> we'll see. So I, w- I would consider it. I, I was... Break free. 
It's so it's good. such a oof. It's a great it's one. So good. <coughs> Strange one, but what else do you find out there? You're like, um, so it's a it's something I found on the interwebs, but it was um, it says anything a man can give me materialistic, I can give myself. My definition of spoiling me is giving me your time. Ooh. Give me experiences. Uh huh. I love yes. that. I love that. I can buy anything I want for myself. Well, right. I mean, within reason. I mean, if I had a sugar daddy that wants to put a pool out back, that's fine. I don't have a sugar daddy. I never had a sugar daddy, but if I wanted one, I, I could get a one, sugar I could daddy. Probably go get one. Because I am what? The Sickening. <laughs> and you are what? What? Oh, is that how it goes? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's RuPaul's drag. Not that type of girl. <laughs> um, and then she throws her drink on her. But um, maybe I'm first. They parodied that during the Christmas season. Did they? And Trixie Mattel, she was like, "Do you want a sugar cookie?" And she was like, "I don't want a sugar cookie. If I wanted a sugar cookie, I'd probably go make one myself." Oh, that's right. Am, you know, blah, blah, blah. it was really funny. She's like, "Cause I am what festive." It was really cute, but. Uh, I always I tell my students um, all the time when I make a RuPaul's Drag Race reference and no one gets it. I'm like, if you would just do your homework and watch RuPaul's Drag Race, all thirteen right seasons, and then and some all the all stars from the other other countries, right? <laughs> I was like, you're that's gonna legit get to the, like two months worth of. I was television. like, you're gonna get to the like your exit, and I'm not gonna sign your exit paper because you didn't do your homework and watch RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Tell me you're gay person. without telling me you're. You don't even need to be gay to watch Drag Race. No, there's a. We we love TikTok here, obviously, but there's one of the. Um, from my understanding, he is a heterosexual, or so. Here we go. He doesn't. We are not going to speculate. He's never said, but he has a girlfriend, you know. So normally, you wouldn't imagine that some a boy with a girlfriend would watch Drag Race, right? And he loves it. Wait, who is this? Um, the boy in TikTok. Oh, 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 watches it and his girlfriend like films him and he gets like oh, mad right, at the same right, things right, we right, do right. and we're like, I, like I th- honestly thought you were talking about um, no, uh, Daxon, our roommate, because he when it's on, oh yeah, like he, he watches loves it that with stuff. Us. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm here for the drama, right? He's like, oh, there's no way they're gonna send her home. I'm like, I love that you're into this, right? My, I, I, I tell this story a lot with my mom. Uh, when I was home, uh, after I left Singapore, I was home for like a month. And I was like, Mom, we should watch RuPaul's Drag Race. And she's like, I mean, okay. Because she had just had surgery. And so she's like sitting in the living room doing nothing. And so I put on the f- like the first episode and then like the second one, it was All Stars 2. Oh, okay. I was like, you put on, the, you started her with, with no. the fucking, no, 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 no. The fucking dusty filter season? No. And um, we love it though. It's classic. At the, at the end, when Rue's like, may the best woman win. And like she puts like her hand in the air. Yeah, like she does. My mom would be like, why does she do that? Why does she always do that? May the best woman win. And like mocks her and does it. I was like, it's just her thing. She's done it for years and years and years. And then um, like by episode four, it got to that part. And my mom was doing it with her. She's like, may the best woman win. And you're like, <laughs> I'm like, yes. yep, there it is. <laughs> like my job here is done. Right. <laughs> Oi. Oh, I heard you have a poem. I do have a poem. Um, roses are red, violets are blue. They don't always be like that, but sometimes it do. Oh, if that is not the truest word spoken, 
We do a lot of that here. We do a lot of lot of truth talk. Yep. That um, means that you'll get through it. If he can lead you to it, he can lead you through it. Oh, they would I mean. <laughs> Throw that ass in a prayer circle. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no we're not going there. <clears throat> but um, uh. quickly before we get out of here, um, I was going to give you kind of a, just a nugget just a just a nugget before i of, give the beauty tip of the week yes um well, it's not really just a, a nugget as much as a statement but which is uh-huh. a choice made from love will always lead you to a higher path than the one made from fear uh-huh yep yes yes i uh yep uh-huh i don't even have any words just yeah yeah that's it always always make it a choice of um, from love, because the moment you make it out of fear, you know, like you said earlier, um, if you're not willing to work hard for the things that you want, you're not going to get them. Right. So don't make fear-based judgments. I'm working hard so I can be rich. There you go. I want to be rich. I want to be famous. I want to be famous. But. What's your beauty tip of the week? My beauty tip of the week. Is <laughs> it better be good because we have a bunch of weeks to make up for. It's stupid. <laughs> Toxic masculinity implies the existence of oops, I did it again masculinity and hit me <laughs> baby one more time masculinity. <laughs> stupid. Masculinity. <sighs> Think about that for a minute. Jesus. I. <laughs> what? Let that sink in. I... Uh, then you hear the knock on the door and it's like a sink on the other side. Okay, no, I actually do have an actual real one. Okay. Um oh, what was it? Uh I wrote it down. Hold on one second. Please, we have the time. I <laughs> <laughs> nothing but time here. Oh, darn it. I had it and I was ready for it. Oh, okay, find it. Find it, find it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Thank you for um holding me with us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Strap on. Here it goes. Okay. Too many times you've drowned yourself for people who can't swim in your love language. Mm. Burnt yourself for people who can't put out their own flame. Abandon yourself for people who pick and choose when to open their doors to you. Too many times you've put yourself last. Make yourself a priority and put yourself first. I love that. That was... Did you swim? Because that was pretty deep. (laughs) Uh... I, I love the mention of love languages. I think we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. I love them. I love love languages. And I think it is very important that you know your partner's love language. There um, are two different kinds of them. Though. Not just your, not just your like, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever. Um, but just like knowing like your best friend's love language because uh, knowing your roommate's love language because you know, they may be out here trying to impress you and look, I, I bought this for us and I, I brought you food, blah, blah, blah. When all they really want you to do is do the dishes. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> just knowing your love languages. Yeah. Some people aren't as in tune with that as no. everyone else. Learn what your love language is for giving love and your love language is for receiving love. Yeah. It's minor complete opposite. It's really r- ironic actually. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, that's there all you have it, folks. That's all I got. I'm so glad we had this time together. Ooh. I love that. 
Carol Burnett show. Chernobyl um, Burnett. Uh, Chernobyl Net, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, until next time. Be kind to one another. Or at the very least, be cordial. Yes, please. So, see ya. Okay. Bye. Bye.